Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Marcianne, and I wanted to talk about truth today. Okay, so here we are. We're all at home. Home is the place of God's primary and original and really only authority. But how can we know the truth about anything? How can we know what to believe? Well, let's listen to the master teacher, Jesus. I tell you the truth, he says. (laughs) I'm going to go away because if I don't go away, the comforter will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him unto you. I have so many things yet to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Albeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. And then later on in John, he reminded the disciples of what Jesus had said in 1 John 2.27. He said, that anointing which you received of him stays in you. And you need not that any man teach you, because that anointing teaches you of all things and is truth and is no lie. Well, in our country, we say the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. So God is the source of truth. And we have God's spirit within us. It's called the comforter. And this is how we can know the truth, the whole truth, and nothing truth. Now, it's been my experience in my life that the truth is revealed very slowly. And what Jesus said that, uh, you know, he still had a lot of things to teach him, but they couldn't bear to know the truth then. I mean, he was so right, because sometimes the truth comes right up and gives us a knockout punch. I mean, especially if we find out that everything that's ever happened to us, we caused it to happen. And today, uh, I had a further revelation about this Um you know, I script my shows, and my I had my script all ready to go. <clears throat> but my sister was making some uh, pumpkin pie today, and she uh, was doing it in these little cups so that she had put the pie crust, you know, in these little Pyrex dishes, and then she filled them with the pumpkin pie mixed and baked them in the oven. They were just darling. But when she sent the picture of it to me, of the pie crust just in the Pyrex dishes, it looked brown. And she says, I don't know why this picture makes that pie crust look brown, because it isn't. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me, and he said, it's in the shadow. And you know what? A lot of our truth is still hidden in the shadows. And what we're seeing is the shadow of it. We're not seeing the fullness of the truth of it. 
because probably we couldn't stand to know. And secondly, it's been so covered up by so much other stuff, it's just still in the shadow. So I really wanted to share that with you today because um, a lot of our truth is still shadowed. She said that crust was just as creamy looking as it could be, but it looked like it was brown. Okay, during this time of confinement and isolation, we've been given an, a great opportunity now to decide for ourselves what is true and what is not, what is noble and what is manipulative, what is helpful to all or what is harmful, what is the best thing we ourselves can do to deal with the situation. It feels like we're kind of on our own now and an, an individual responsible and alone. But are we? Well, apparently we aren't alone. We have God's very spirit within us. And this is the source that is truth and is no lie. This source knows everything from the very beginning. Do you know there's an entire core of cosmic beings within the archangel realm who keep track of every single thing that has ever been said or done? or even just thought about here upon this planet from the very beginning. And that wisdom and knowledge is all available to us through source. And that source is within you. <laughs> now, Jesus called that source the kingdom of God. He said the kingdom of God is within you. And he said he was the manifestation of the kingdom of God on earth. And that what he did, we all can do. Jesus said he did what he saw the Father do, and he said what he heard the Father say. So he was constantly asking Source what to do and what to say. And if you want to know what to do about anything, ask your Source. Ask God's Spirit that is within you. None of us needs to go outside of ourself to know what we should do. So in thinking about um, the um, kingdom of God being within inside of us, I decided to Google kingdom of God. And one question um, someone asked is, how can I know that the kingdom of God is within me? And I ran into an answer that was uh, provided by a Huffington Post contributor, Dr. Steve McSwain, and I contacted him and asked his permission to use his article on my show today, and actually, eventually, we want to work out for him to come and be a guest on the show so we could have a time for you to call in and ask your question. But for now, he's offered these five ways uh, to know if the kingdom of God is within you, and I have offered some commentary. <laughs> Okay, number one, change your thinking about yourself and about God. This is just the perfect place to start because if you don't have a relationship with God, you're going to be reluctant to ask him for information. You, you either don't believe in God or you don't know that you can talk to God or you don't believe you're worthy 
to talk to God or you don't believe that God talks to humans. I mean, there's all, all, all kinds of variables here. So start with, do you believe in God and why do you believe in God? Okay, then number two, should you regard every thought of God as a God thought? Well, pretty soon you're going to realize that not all of your thoughts are coming from source. (laughs) If you're listening for an answer with the brain in your heart, did you know you had a brain in your heart? Uh, we We sometimes call it that gut feeling. It's that first thing that pops up when you're starting to consider something or you ask for an answer about something. Well, if that's where you hear it, then that you can be pretty sure that that's from source. But you know that brain in our head always wants to get in on everything, and the ego will try to convince you that you can make this decision by yourself. You don't need any help. But so much of what is stored in our brain in our head has been taught to us by others, and not all of it is the truth. So to get to the truth and no lie... You need to listen to the brain in your heart. Now, you can Google heart brain and get a ton of information. Okay, number three, practice believing that God is actually within you. (laughs) That would be next. A situation with God, and, and now you know that there's two sources of your thoughts and feelings, so... Now you can actually practice that God is within you and start thinking that God is there. This is when your life is going to become revolutionized. You'll begin to realize you're a son of God, just like Jesus. And then maybe you can begin to realize that you can do everything he did. Because once you realize that you too have all power in heaven and on earth at your disposal, You're not going to feel very much like a victim anymore because you're not. You're an individual being who's been created in God's image. And you have a specific purpose for being here and a specific job to do while you are here. So once you get your relationship with God straightened out and you realize who you are, then you can get going. Number four, remember that God dwells in all others. Oh, boy, here's the next step. (laughs) God is in everyone. Now, whether or not they're in touch with that source or not will will determine what is happening in their lives. But this number four principle is going to open up understanding for you like nothing else can. And then number five, be still and know that I am God. And here's where you will end up. You will have become a sovereign, independent, self-sufficient human who loves God and loves others as yourself. And this is the ultimate place to be, walking in the full knowledge of who you are and doing what you're supposed to do. Well, I love this pretty simple exercise. And I just wanted to give you some uh, other little bit of information to help you begin to implement this suggestion into your life because it will revolutionize your life. This comforter that Jesus is talking about is the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit. And Jesus said he would send the comforter, 
and then everyone would have access to, to the same level of truth that he did. He said he was the manifestation of the kingdom of God here on earth while he was here, and he said that everything he did, we are going to be able to do. He said he would do the greater works, we would do the greater works, because we would have the same power of the Holy Spirit that he did, but now there would be millions and millions of us, and together we would bring the kingdom of God here upon the earth. Now, the disciples did not understand what Jesus was saying, and even Jesus said he had still so much to teach them, but they weren't ready for it yet. And apparently the millions Jesus was talking about, although they know that Jesus was here on earth, those millions who are supposed to be doing the greater works right now are sitting on the pews just being spoon-fed the fantasy that if they accept Jesus as their personal Savior, then when they die, they'll be able to go to heaven. And then in heaven they will have everything they've ever wanted, riches, health, and happiness. Well, how is this fantasy teaching helpful in the time of a global pandemic? Wouldn't it be better if we had millions and millions of people who could be doing what Jesus did, healing the sick, stopping the virus, multiplying food? I mean, why would Jesus say we were going to be able to do everything that he did? Do you think he lied? Or perhaps, since no one really understood what he was saying, we are still ignorant of who we are and what we're supposed to be doing. Well, since it's ludicrous for a children to think that Jesus, uh, for a Christian to think that Jesus died, then we must still be very ignorant of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I did an exhaustive research into how the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven relate to one another, and I found out that they are the same thing. And most Christians believe that heaven is future, and only in heaven will anything be perfect. But Jesus said the kingdom of God, which is also the kingdom of heaven, is within us. So that means heaven is within us. And if we bring the kingdom of heaven out upon the earth for ourselves and for others, then we can live in heaven right now and everything can be perfect. You know, a lot of people have thought that Christ was Jesus' last name, but that word Christ does mean the anointed one. And when First John tells us that that same anointing that Jesus had, we now have, uh, this actually happened uh, on the day of Pentecost in the Bible, a big group of Jesus' disciples, some say in the neighborhood of 500, gathered together in the upper room, and the Holy Spirit came in like a mighty rushing wind and anointed them all. And since that day, that anointing, the receiving of the Holy Spirit, has been celebrated in nearly all Christian denominations everywhere in some form. But it's just like uh, a ritual. There's been very little teaching by the church about the power of the Holy Spirit in each and every person's individual life. Now, I've already shared on many of my shows how my understanding of the mission and the role of the Holy Spirit is in our lives, and I shared how I studied with Deborah Hookey about how to know the specific guides from the Holy Spirit that have been assigned specifically to me, just me, and no one else, and you have them too. Everyone does. 
And we all have a master teacher guide. Mine is Jesus, which is probably why I quote him so much, because he's constantly whispering in my ear his teachings. And soon I will be sharing one of his most challenging teachings so far. But right now I found a great website on Google called Loner Wolf. L-O-N-E-R-W-O-L-F dot com, which is extremely helpful in the whole subject of your personal guides. We have protector guides. We have wisdom guides. We have members of our family who have passed who still are connected and give us guidance. And once you tap into this source of all wisdom and knowledge and power, you will never be the same again. And you will never be able to be manipulated or used by others for their purposes. You will know who you are and what you're supposed to be doing, and you will fulfill your purpose. And you'll be so busy fulfilling your purpose and doing what you're supposed to be doing, you just won't have time uh, to judge another person or be intimidated by another person or be used by another person to get what they want. You'll be getting what you want. No, Virginia, there isn't a Santa Claus. Yes, Virginia, there is the Holy Spirit who will lead and guide you upon your path. And you will need no man to teach you. You will know the truth and live in the truth and walk in the truth. And you will be a light to this troubled planet. And I just wanted to read, as I close the show today, Uh, a teaching from the Buddha. Be a light unto yourself. Do not follow others. Do not imitate, because imitation and following others creates stupidity. (laughs) You are born with a tremendous possibility of intelligence. You are born with a light within you. Begin to listen to that still, small voice within and it will guide you. No one else can guide you. Nobody else can become a model for your life because you are unique. This is your glory, your grandeur. You are utterly irreplaceable that you are just yourself and nobody else. And the last words he spoke before he transitioned, believe not because your father said so. Believe not because other people like you believe it. Test everything. Try everything and then believe it. And if you find it for the good of many, give it out to the all. So let's begin listening to that still small voice within us, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. And let's begin to learn how to bring it out here on the earth and we will be able to walk and live our life in the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. <laughs> 